0: Welcome to BLAST the Airwaves with BLAST Intermediate Unit 17. My name is Rebecca Gibbany and I am the coordinator of professional learning at BLAST Intermediate Unit 17. Here at BLAST, we strive to transform lives and communities through educational services. For this season of BLAST the Airwaves, we have a special guest co-host who is working to create and sustain pathways to employment in our region by uniting her community around common goals in STEM learning. This season's guests come from nine counties total, Representing different local industries all across Northeastern and Central Pennsylvania. I'd like to introduce you to Alexandra Consort Gruszynski, STEM Services Coordinator for NEIU19 and current lead of NEPA STEM Ecosystem. Alexandra, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be able to work with you for our celebration of STEM and industry this year. Our STEM ecosystem is holding a week-long series of free events and opportunities, highlighting industry partners and the benefits they have in our five-county region. Our hope is that by listening to the wide variety of employment opportunities available in our region from folks in our community who live it every day, we can shed a light on what's possible for our young people.
0: Alexandra, we are so excited to partner with you in this endeavor and celebrate industry and STEM. On this podcast, we will provide you with educational solutions and resources for all, no matter the learning environment. So teachers, administrators, students, caregivers, industry partners, everyone, what are you waiting for? What would happen if we started questioning? What if our students and educators got the opportunities to sit down with members of the community? What if we bridge that gap? What connections would we discover? I don't know about you, Alexandra, but it is time to blast the airwaves. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Erica Lutz the Assistant Planner at the Sullivan County Planning Office, and Alexandra konsor Grishinsky, STEM Services Coordinator of NEIU19 and current lead of NAPA STEM Ecosystem. Erica, Alexandra, thanks so much for joining us today to discuss STEM skills used in your industry. Specifically, we will be discussing how knowledge of different STEM skills are important in your current job position. So are you guys ready to blast the airwaves? I'm
1: ready. Ready as I'll
0: ever be. All right, here we go. So, Erica, why don't we st- why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit more about your role in your industry?
2: Okay, so my job title is GIS specialist and assistant planner, which includes assisting the Sullivan County Planning Director and all activities associated with the community development, land management, GIS, and economic development. So, it's a lot of different areas that we cover. Part of that is because of the size of Sullivan County, because the population is smaller, we are able to cover more of these areas instead of having to have separate offices for each, which I think is a unique opportunity to me because I get to learn a lot about a lot of different areas.
0: That's definitely unique. Um, So you cover, you have one office and you cover all of Sullivan County, correct?
1: Correct. Great. So Erica, I'm interested in in having you dig down a little bit into more of what it is that you do. So could you describe for our listeners what your typical day is like? Yeah, so every day here is
2: different for us. Um, We never do the same thing every day, which is something that I was looking for when I was looking for a job. Um, Of course, I do have like monthly tasks and like monthly meetings I need to do, but On a daily basis, um, we interact with the public and community um, pretty much every day about different things. It could be as simple as an email or call helping someone with a simple question, or going out to someone's property if they're interested in completing a subdivision or a land development project, or even going out and visiting a new business in the county. Um, Something else I do almost, well, I do do every single day is use ArcMap GIS. This is a geospatial processing program that allows me to view, edit, create, analyze, and do di- different kinds of things with the county's geospatial data. I use this to create maps for different organizations, um, businesses, or I can just be creating a map for a citizen who just wants to be able to hang it in their house. So, And then, of course, um, we are a part of different organizations and associations so we go to those kinds of meetings and we work with a lot of different departments within the county so we work with emergency services a lot and we work with the businesses in the county um we overlap with oil and gas so we're always doing something different which is
1: keeps it exciting so Erica, this is fascinating to me, and I don't know how many of our listeners are familiar with this type of work. So I'm wondering if you could talk to us as if maybe we weren't completely knowledgeable of, about that type of mapping, and maybe explain to us, or, and me too, because I don't know him either, is why is GIS mapping important? What would, What is it used for?
2: Right, um, so on our maps we have all of the property lines for the county so um if you own a house you have a property there's there's lines we have all those specific details so there's never any confusion if you know if someone does have confusion they can come in and we can help them and show them where the lines are or if there's disputes over lines um if property lines change we change those on the maps and i should also say that we do have um public like maps for the public to view online so they can go on and see these um property lines if they're if they need to um we also have data um Sullivan County is a very um rural county so lots of people come here to go hiking to go to World's End and Ricketts Glen we have um all the information for that like the where the the state parks are the state game lands are we also have data on like the hydrology with um, the oil sock flooding, um, floodplain areas. Flooding is a big, um, is a common thing that happens in this county. We also have like the, how the geology changes within the county which is important for oil and gas that determines where they will drill and where they will be interested in and where they will not be. So we can use it for anything like that.
1: So it sounds like a super important resource that you're providing to just the county community for whoever needs it for whatever purpose.
2: Right, right. And we're always super um, important trying. Market. Yep, we're always trying to like improve our data or make it more accurate, which over oh, with over the years technology improves and we get more and more accurate which becomes more and more helpful um, especially for like the emergency services part of it. They we share our data for 911. We need to have the correct addresses, the correct points in case there are emergencies. So we're always trying to improve that.
0: That's fascinating. And Erica, just for our listeners, you keep saying GIS. We keep saying GIS. What does that stand for?
2: It stands for Geographic Information Systems.
0: Wonderful. Yes. Thank you. Very fascinating. So I also know you're, I believe, a recent graduate. Um, So as you were in college and you were preparing for a job, you know, what career or college path or even classes maybe did you take to prepare yourself for this line of work? If we have a listener that might be a high school student, a college student, middle school student, a parent, um, what what would your advice be? How would they get on this track?
2: Right. So I majored in ecology and minored in environmental science at Lycoming College. And the, I would say right now, the most important class I took was my intro to GIS course, mm-hmm. Um just having that one course, you know, just having a little bit of background helped me obviously so much. And I'm like learning more as I continue to work here. But that was the most important course I took as part of my major. And then as I've been working here for a couple months, I've realized that some other classes have definitely helped me. I took microeconomics, which came became very useful since we are involved in economic development in the county. So just having a little bit of background makes it a little easier to understand how the economy works in this county. And then of course, like my writing classes, speech classes, very important. Um, I took stats that has become helpful when using GIS. We have a lot of data to analyze. Um, And then of course I took environmental bio and that helped me a lot understand um, the social and environmental impacts of decisions that are made, especially I can connect that to like decisions being made in the county right now. I'll know the effects it could have. So a lot of classes have um, helped me out in this job so far.
0: Yeah, that's great. You're hitting on a lot of things, the economics, the decision, like the cause and effect. Um, and you're, you're mentioning a couple of things like the STEM skills, so, so to speak. How do you use your STEM skills in your position every day?
2: Right, so I need to understand, you know, geology, hydrology of the land. Um, I need to understand how that works and how it will affect the land. Um, For example, if someone wants to do a land development project in a certain area of the county, we need to know um, if there are wetlands in the area, if the stream is around where the floodplain is, We need to know, you know, what the effects will be if they build on that part of the land. Um, I use ArcGIS, as I mentioned, every day, which is constantly updating and changing, so you have to constantly keep learning. We use um, all the Microsoft programs every day, different databases, and those are very important. Um, It makes everything a lot easier if you know how to use them. Um, We also use uh, handheld GPS. we go out in the field and that's actually really helpful for us because when we're out there we'll take points of the like the property lines and then when we come back we can put those points onto our computer and they will make it easier to draw the property lines rather than having to just look at the map and try and recreate it on the screen Um, we also have to a lot of times be able to read and interpret surveying maps that come into us. We need to make sure that the maps are correct, the requirements are met, that the maps correctly represent the property. And so for that, we actually go out of the office, have a field day. We walk the property to make sure everything is correct. So that's another nice thing about this job. We're not in the office every single day. We go out a couple times a month, um, either to people's properties or different events or businesses so that's always fun and then another thing I'm learning a lot about is grants and funding that are very important for projects in the community which you don't really get exposed to um, in high school maybe a little bit in college but that's something I've been learning as I've been going and it's very I noticed it's very important for almost anything that we want to do here.
0: Especially, I would imagine, too, in, like, the small communities, rural communities that a lot of us reside in, you know, having that grant funding, seeking non-traditional funding sources are really yes. important.
2: Yeah. And I am noticing it's really important to um, know how to use them to get the most um, of most projects completed that you can, or knowing where to find them, because a lot of time that's the biggest thing, like, just knowing that the
1: funding is available, where to find them. So... So Erica, fascinating. What you do every day is fascinating to me. Um, and I imagine to many of our listeners, cause it's one of those um, jobs that a lot of us might not have had occasion to learn about. Um, so first thing is I'm wondering, is there such a thing as your job in other counties? Is this the kind of position that has, you know, an option for, for every county in Pennsylvania? And if you know that answer, go ahead and answer here. Um yeah so I believe in other counties that like are bigger
2: that the g i s office is one office, the economic development office is an office, and the planning office is an office. there would be three separate i believe is what I've heard, but here we have them all together just because um it's so small so if someone so wanted the- oh sorry go ahead if someone just wanted to do g i s they could just be doing g i s so that's what I think it- Um,
1: other counties are like. Fascinating. Um, And so talking about different skills that you use in your job, kind of following up on that a little bit, um, many students may sit in class, the perennial complaint is, when am I ever going to use this that we're learning in school? When am I going to use this? So I want you to help us kind of put that uh, uh, to bed a little bit today and talk about how do you use STEM skills in your position? Right. So
2: I would say that one of the biggest things we do is like analyze data, which I know can be not the most fun thing to do in school, but knowing how to do it um, makes your life a lot easier. Um, communication is a huge thing. Um, communicating with the public or your co-workers um, to be able to work together and accomplish uh, goals is really important. Deadlines and and time management is always something that is important in school and it's also important here. I think um, networking is also really important, which maybe isn't as big of a deal in high school, but you start learning about that in college. And when, at least here, I know if we are connected with a lot of different organizations and different offices, we can a lot of time connect people and help each other to accomplish things a lot easier. Um, Teamwork, of course, is important. I think it's also important to be able to work on your own when needed. Um, And then we do do a lot of research here, um, mainly on um, going back, you know, to the, like, 1980s, 1990s and looking at, you know, how properties were looking then or changes that were made. Like, we need to be able to find that information if something
1: is happening now with that area So we do that a lot as well. So I'm hearing lots of subjects that are taught in school in that response. I'm hearing ELA. I'm hearing math, science, social studies. And then I'm hearing you talk about some skills that kind of go across all those topics, right? All go across all those subjects. So
0: lots of skills that you use in your job. Yeah. And I think, Lexi, we've asked in almost all of our episodes, too, you know, did you, did you have like an aha moment where you're like, this is what I want to do? You know, a lot of times we, in education, we talk to kids and they feel the pressure to know what they want to do right away. Um, how did you come across this job? What, you know, it's not very a traditional job that people think about.
2: Right. So I had actually interviewed for a different job over the summer in Sullivan County and I did not get that job just, um, and someone who was in my interview had contacted me and they let me know about this job opening and they thought, you know, it might be a good fit if I would want to try it out. And I read the job description and I did not know a lot about, you know, everything on there, but I knew about GIS and some of the other things and I interviewed and I got the job and since I've been working here I'm learning a lot, you know, I'm um, realizing that yeah, many people probably don't know about this kind of job, and I kind of wish maybe I knew sooner or other people knew sooner. It's definitely an option
0: for someone in the STEM field. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why we're doing this season of the podcast, to get students, caregivers to know about all these other jobs out there um, that that are related um, and you bring up a lot of good points of, you know, interviewing. I think all of us can probably attest to maybe we didn't get our the first job we interviewed for. You know, you got to keep trying. And you bring up that networking piece. Again, you never know who's in that interview um, and putting yourself out there. You may not have known everything in that job description, but put yourself out there and see what happens. And there's silver linings around everything. So I agree. Before we move to this, well, no, we are going to move to this last question here. It is one of my favorites, and our listeners know it after all three seasons of this. But it is time for our Blast Five. And in this season, except for one, I believe, Lexi, right? We tricked them with one. Um, We've kept with, instead of asking five random questions, we're just going to ask you, in your industry, the job you're sitting in right now, what top five skills are needed to be successful?
2: So the top five things that or the top five that I think that are needed in this job are to have a GIS background. Obviously, that's very important. Um, I kind of put in like office software background, knowing Microsoft Office. So putting like all that together. Good all around communication skills, I think is very important. Um, Adaptability and flexibility because a lot of times maybe I'm working on GIS and all of a sudden you know, something else more important comes up in economic development, and you need to be able to switch gears and be able to come back to the GIS later. Um, problem solving, I think, is one of the most important things as well. And then the last thing is being detail oriented. And I'm kind of just referencing that with like GIS and the, all the data. Um, it needs to be, you know, all correct and the way it needs to be for everything to work correctly. So those are the
1: five most important things that I think are needed for this job. I'm hearing you have to have a very sharp eye when it comes to looking at those maps. Can't miss those little details. Right. The program
2: will notice them and then you have to figure out what might be wrong. It's a little hard Mm -hmm. when it's just one thing, one space
0: that's incorrect. I'm sure you have a ton of like historic maps in there too and everything, like all from the history. Yes.
2: I. um, The last couple of weeks I've actually been scanning in maps from like the 1960s 80s um, just so we have them on the computer as well as paper copies and it's very interesting to see how they made the maps back then compared to now and the, the changes that have been made wow
0: well, wonderful this has been an absolute blast no pun intended erica and alexandra we celebrate you erica and what you do every day in stem Again, thank you for taking some time today to connect with us and our listeners. It was a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Take care of you, or take care, and also take care of you. And hopefully we'll talk soon.
2: Sounds good. Thank you for having me.
1: Thank you, Erica.
0: We would like to thank you for blasting the airwaves with us today. If you like the show, please subscribe or leave a review. If you want to know more, check out www.iu17.org for further resources and show notes.
1: If you'd like to learn more about NEPA STEM ecosystem and the work we're doing in STEM and job pathways, please visit us at www.nepastem.org.
0: As always, we want to thank you for what you do every single day we'd also like to especially thank our industry partners. Remember, keep shining. We'll be back next episode to provide you another educational solution and more resources for all as we continue to transform lives and communities through educational services.